are listening to the Pine Mountain Outdoors podcast where we cover hunting and fishing right in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains. You'll hear stories and real talk from hunters and fishermen, both past and present. Thanks for joining us, and if you enjoy listening, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and give Pine Mountain Outdoors a follow. Welcome back to the show, guys. Welcome, Will. Welcome, Cody. What's up, It's been guys? a little while. Cody's... Well, uh, he was off the last one. You were gone out of town. Will has uh, been on baby duty. Congratulations, Will. Thank you. Thank you. Jeez. That's a beautiful little girl now. About eight pounds of awesome right now, I guess. It Found almost... out that uh, you can't use that as a an eight-day-old... an eight day old, or How old was she? About a... She should have been three weeks old Saturday. So you can't. And I use couldn't take her youth hunting. Three week olds too little to hunt. Yeah, I, it's a shame. I mean, I thought about it. I thought about taking her out there, you know, and but she had a little stomach problem. She was kind of fussy, you know. So <laughs> I think the game warden might have been a little fussy too. He probably would have. Cody's uh, been out at it, canoeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah took a, that was took a wheel out there one day and uh, yeah. So they've uh, they've been out hard at it, scouting around some public land. While we're on that topic, I believe I owe Zach an apology because I've always blamed Zach for taking us through some rough stuff. Yeah. My goodness, we got in <laughs> like we were crawling on our hands and knees. Yeah. And he like, texted me and said, <laughs> "What we went through, man, was awful. You would have loved it." Yeah. <laughs> I said. I told him. I said, "I don't know that Zach would even like this." He said, "Oh, he'd be smiling, <laughs> laughing all the time." <laughs> we, we were crawling under under those uh, autumn olives there, and there's like briars growing up through them and stuff, you know. And so, like, we we kind of got separated there at one point, but I'm, we couldn't lose track of each other because every time we'd run into a briar, one of us would yell. <laughs> And so we always knew where each other were yeah. because we kept running into the briars. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I kept hitting them uh, uh, locust trees and getting stuck with the stickers off the locust tree. It was yeah. wearing me Man, out. Those things are brutal. We did find <coughs> some, some beautiful territory, though. <coughs> the uh, That first ridge we got up on oh, was really, beautiful. really good. Uh a lot of hickories. The squirrels were cutting like crazy. It? Bear. It was amazing to me how many, excuse me, how many squirrel cuttings were on the ground. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it like you could see them all over the ground. The yeah. where they was cutting in them hickories. That's it where was... y'all should have went hunting at on you. <clears throat> on the instead you of should have VWMA. But we had this guy that we knew that had really like talked it up about being like real good <laughs> dove hunting. I'd never been there. <laughs> Never been dove hunting. I didn't even know there was dove fields up there. Don't claim to be a dove hunter. I'm gonna have to get on Matt standing down here to tell you. We done talked it up. We thought we were going up there and we were just gonna slay the dove. <laughs> and uh we Not never so seen much. a dove. I will say well, elevation's too I, high. I Doves did, don't even fly that high. I did tell everybody there Except that me. my buddy the game warden said there needs to be a lot of people in there hunting to keep the doves in the air. If they're not a lot of people, they're going to be in the bushes and on the ground. Yeah, you got to you know, keep them flushed. You know how many people are up there hunting? You need a good dog to run them. Flush you know them. how many people is up there hunting? Four. That's five or five. six. Yeah. That was some bad intel I got from him, too, because he said the weekends <laughs> the weekends were packed. Yeah. But it makes sense now because they race already, weekend. It was race weekend, and they'd already cut the uh, yeah. sunflowers yeah. and everything. 
We got up there and we was looking for sunflower fields, and I thought, well, I see three fields, but there's not a single sunflower in it. <laughs> yeah. They said they done cut them all. They was some... They had burn it, it yeah. looked like. Huh. It's MWMA. That's a biologist for you. Yeah. I got I got up on the burn there above my house. Yeah. Uh, last week. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. And the high gap. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it looks pretty good. I was, I was, it, it's, it's going to be really huntable this year. I say if we go in, if we go up there and come in from the top, we, I say we come down the exact same way we came down last time. It should be burnt out pretty good. You should be able to walk through there. Like, you know, uh, down you that, know where, where we drop rock. off. Yeah. You know where we drop off? Uh, like if we go in from the bottom and you go up and you drop off that first little drop and then you take around through our left handed, mm-hmm. that looked more open. Because it had burnt them laurel up so much. All I'm going to say is, y'all just going to have to show me what you're talking about because I'm lost. Yeah, we'll we'll take you there. It's some pretty territory, buddy. It won't be near as fun as the first time we went in there. (laughs) No, no, it won't. I tell you. I mean, the way those ridges and stuff lay in there, you'll you'll love it. You'll want to go back a lot. That last, uh, when me and Will went uh, canoeing, I literally thought my ankles were going to break before we got back. (laughs) Because we walked on the side of a hill for, I bet... A mile, at least. Oh, yeah. at least. And it, uh, it's not just like the side of a hill. It's like it... I don't know. What, cliff line on yeah. is, that, is that the hill we came off during turkey season? No. no. We it, we came... You know where we went to the very top where all them ridges came together? Oh, yeah. So we dropped straight off from there all no. the way down to the creek bed. Oh, okay. And walked this... Well, we walked a road for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then we shot up on the bank because it went into the lake. And we walked the edge of the lake all the way back around to the the canoe. It was miserable. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a very steep grade. Oh, man. It doesn't look that steep from the lake. I'll say it that way. Like, if you're sitting on the water, it don't look that steep if you're looking at the bank. But walking around through there, I can assure you <laughs> that it is extremely steep. And I'll never make that track again. Ever? No. It's miserable. No, I would go from where we were. I'd go back to the top of the ridge and drop back off the way we came in. Yeah. If I had it to, well, I probably wouldn't have changed it just due to what we found at the very end. I mean, it wasn't nothing great, but it was a little bit. Yeah. But if I had it to do over and knew I wasn't going to find anything, I'd have went back to that first beautiful spot we went to. Yeah. And drop straight back off. Right, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Just come back to that ridge and drop yep. off the way kind of we come in there. But well, did, I, did I tell you, Cody, about headbutted a hornet's nest? You did. Yeah. I heard oh, about my that, goodness. So. <laughs> you about walked right into an ER trip, it sounded he like. He saved my life. Because I'm, you know, I'm semi-allergic to bees. Like, I was told I was allergic to them. I've never really had any reaction to it. But I was supposed to carry an EpiPen, but I don't. But, um... <laughs> if I'd have hit that, I can tell you we'd have been in trouble because it was a big old. <laughs> would you yeah. been, would you been able to paddle y'all out of there wheel by yourself? I probably could have paddled us out. I would have worried about carrying him off the mountain. Here's the issue: if, if, if he could walk back to canoe, I, I think I could have got us out of there. If I would have headbutted that, we'd have both probably still been laying there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Because I mean, I wasn't what. A few feet behind him. Yeah. I just happened to look up and see it. And I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty cute. Y'all matched shirts today, but I didn't get the memo to wear plaid. Well, you know what I mean. It's cold out. <laughs> it's cold weather, man. It's plaid season. I'll probably be wearing oh, these my all goodness. time. Are y'all drinking them PLS, too? Or PSL? Is that what it is? What What's is that? PSL? Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. 
Apparently yeah, that's a thing. You didn't get the notice? PSL pumpkin spice. Latte. I'm not. I'm not big on the pumpkin flavor but stuff. I only. I only drink one coffee one way, and that's black. I think it's just a woman thing. Like, I will yeah. say, pumpkin. Desiree bought this pumpkin coffee from Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like flavored coffee. So. I don't either. She liked it, but not for me. Well, anyway, so uh, deer season is Saturday. Wills found him a buck. I found him a good one. Yeah. We actually. We actually believe this may actually be the deer he hunted last year that we thought got killed, but is alive. Either that or it's his twin brother. Or his ghost. Maybe I'm, it's his ghost. Maybe it's his maybe, ghost buck. Maybe it's just, yeah, it's something just fooling with it's, me. It's a good, Casper, that's a good name for that deer. I started to say, are we going to name him Ghost or Casper? I like the Casper. name Casper. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't so know. when I, I text you. I'd like to get a little more intel on him. <laughs> When I text you on November the seventh and say I just shot Casper, gonna... I'll be I'll be up there to help you drag him out. <laughs> he won't be happy about it. No, I tell you what. I'll say I'll tell you I'll tell you what I'll say. I'll text you back and say so I'll be here in a little bit. I'll build the fire and <laughs> yeah. then I'll be on my way. Because yeah. I got to build a fire in the garage. It's going to be cold, you yeah. know. So you got to build a fire in the skin of shed. I figured you'd say what I texted you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there in a minute and then never show up. <laughs> <laughs> According to Dean, I've got uh, selective hearing when that when it comes to that type of. Oh, there was no doubt that, that was me shot that day. He even texted me and said, "Was that you? It sounded like you." He said, <laughs> I said, "How loud was it?" He said, "It was pretty daggone loud." Well, I just said, "I thought, well, I'll sit here for a minute because I'm sure that there'll be another buck come around through here." Nope, just sit there. And... That was uh, that was my first time packing in that solitude system. Mm-hmm. And wearing it, man, that was the trick there. Yeah. And because uh, I sweated big time, Did I, I know we talked about that before, but I ran into somebody and had to circumvent the whole mountain range basically to get yeah. where I wanted to. And I fought Laurel that where it was even it was making me mad. <laughs> like I, I about needed, Must a, have been really, I, really I about needed a chainsaw to get through some place. I lost a Carhartt toboggan, got mad about that. <laughs> but um, anyway. Saturday morning is opening day of deer season in Virginia. Um, it's been, uh, it's crazy to think it's already here. I know we always think it takes forever. But uh, been hanging stands, scouting. It's all coming together now. I know Will's got a buck to shoot. He's going to have to find Cody one. Yeah, we're going to find me one, that's for sure. And I may have one. <laughs> My Camera is not sending me any It's pictures, true. So. Camera is not working. I've seen a... I don't have a shooter buck on camera, but I've seen the deer in person twice. I've seen the sign in the other place. They're there on that other place that I'm hunting. I've found a really good... Um, really good place. Um, it's not the place in Wines that we got on that lease. It's not that place. Yeah. But... Uh, <clears throat> but well, I mean, you don't want to tell people where your bucks are, regardless yeah. of where it's at. It's in Wise yeah. County. Yeah. But it's, uh... It's, we'll say it's, I found, in, I it's found in Virginia some, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I found some pretty big rubs, and, uh, I think it's, it's from a really good deer. And that's, yeah. uh... Other than that, I've got an, one buck I can, on, on camera that, uh, it's going to be a good one next year. Yeah. And then I've got about a, a dozen very immature deer, button bucks, Spikes, 
four pointers. I got one six pointer who is probably about uh, twelve inches wide. He's a young deer, real young deer. Huh. And he's twelve inches wide, and he's got real long brow tines. He's gonna be. I think he's kin to that tight rack ten pointer yeah. I had from a few years ago, and I think he's gonna be a good deer. But uh, I think I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited to uh, hunt some public land too. And I know y'all have been wearing it out over there and, and trying to find some more spots. And just like it's all your, you know, you work up to this all year. And then it's, you know, and I will say, too, I'm more excited this year than I have been in the past because it's been kind of, I think we're two weeks ahead of where we were last year yeah, as far as fall weather. Yeah, yeah but, this weather's getting right. Every morning I walk out on the deck and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I should be in a stand right now. It's supposed to be 38 degrees tonight. That's crazy. It's wonderful. Um, so got that going. Uh, Cody bought us a, well, bought us, bought him a kayak, but, or canoe, canoe, sorry. But, uh, we're probably going to get some use out of that this fall. I'm going to try to. I hope to put a trolling motor on it. Honestly. (laughs) Make it a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) About paddled wheel to death. I mean, we really, it wasn't that bad, bad. truthfully. That thing tracks good, man. I get dramatic, but. Is it an old town kayak? Mm-hmm. Man, it's a good looking kayak. Yeah. It, canoe. Man, alive. I'm yeah. sorry. I got to. It's an old town, 14 foot. It's got three seats. Yeah. But I would oh, hate to yeah. put three people all year and a deer on it. Ah. It'd be all right. It'd be all right. Three people paddling. I mean, we'd get there. What if we did three people, all our gear, and three deer? I'm nice. talking about, like, just keeping it out of the water, like, out of sinking. Oh, it, it holds up quite a bit. It'd be good. <laughs> you just gotta add some extra. We'll get some of those styrofoam blocks. They stack those yeah, utility trailers. Zip time to it. Put the yeah. like outriggers on it. There you go. <laughs> Keep it. I seen on Facebook Marketplace this guy was selling uh, some recovery bladders. We can we can buy yeah. those and fasten them to it. Do you got a, you got a Coast Guard survival suit on there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> not not yet. I'll work on that. Oh. I do have a a, whi- a whistle. Got my whistle. He's got a whistle. I tell you what, his daggone life jacket looks like a Coast Guard life jacket. It's pretty yeah. legit. Life you got jacket. one of them inflatable jobs? No, no. it's a. Uh, I can't even remember what it is, but it, I bought it for when I was doing that uh, kayak fishing, bass yeah. fishing stuff. So it's made for a kayak where the back is. It don't have anything on your lower back, but it's got like a big pad kind of behind your head. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice, though. I like it. Yeah. It's like and a necro. A canoe, a canoe is a... Man, that thing right there could re- be really handy to have. Oh, so, yeah. So. It was quiet. That's what me and him was talking about when we was in there. We paddled all the way over there. And, I mean, on the way in, we really took our time and just kind of... Yeah. I mean, enjoyed everything waking up. But. I know. I know, you know. You know what I really like about the idea of doing that? Is it hunting in the morning? You're coming in from the bottom. Your ther- thermals are coming down. Yeah. It's perfect. Yep. You're not coming at, you know, any other way in there from the top. Right. You know, and I think that's the way to do it right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it was, it was a peaceful little ride. It was. You know. It was quiet. pretty. Yeah. Like, the fog was just above the water. It was really pretty. Which, I mean, we got that one picture that we posted um, of Wheel in the front of oh, the canoe. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. That looked yeah, professional. That, got a it lot did of, look professional. I had to do a little editing. Oh, yeah. I got your Mel Yellow bottle in there in one of them. Hey, you got it? 
Hey, Always. remember what pro tip was at 17? Something like that. <laughs> you can pee in your spit bottle, but don't spit in your pee bottle. Yeah. Um, cause for a bad day. So we get into uh, <laughs> with deer season coming up. I saw this on Nathan Killen's Instagram page the other day. Uh, he had posted a picture of uh, Fred Bear's Ten Commandments to bow hunt. That's where I saw that. I knew I saw it when you mentioned it a while ago. I knew yeah. I saw it, but I, I could. That, that's where it was. And he's Nathan's pretty sharp man. Um, I don't think he gives himself enough credit, but he's very he definitely don't very knowledgeable to kill those deer. And uh, yeah, boy, the kids, <laughs> man, the ball. kids are cutting loose. Um, so what we were gonna do? This is all Will's idea, by the way. Will said, hey, I'm going to come up with these Ten Commandments. And we're going to go through them one by one. Yeah, might as well. So, the, um, the, so I've got a list of them here. Fred Bear's Ten Commandments. Uh, Sturgill, if you're listening to this, this applies to you specifically. Um, he, uh, he went up to uh, Giles County. And uh, he was supposed to be doing some scouting up there, trying to get him to find us some good bucks. But uh, the first commandment, don't step on anything you can step over. That's pretty good right there. You know, I would challenge anybody to try that in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> With all the blowdown, it's... it's <laughs> It's insane. You know, some, and speaking of that, somebody's, I heard him say, you know, when you walk in the woods, act like you're covered in orange spray paint huh? and try not to get it on anything. Like, walk, you're well, covered in paint. Yeah. And what, you know, obviously, try not to touch anything. Right. If you was to do that in Colorado, my <laughs> goodness, it, it, you'd see it from space, yeah. man. No <laughs> question. We was laying on our backs going over some of it at some point in time. Hilton was getting fired up a bunch, man. I, you mean we gotta go back over that? Yeah. Well, let's just go now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, I, when you think about it, though, I think that's saying you know, look how much if you just try that practice, say you know, you you, you really be careful about walking to your spot. Right. Preseason, make sure your your trails are cleared out, getting to and from your stand. Mm-hmm. Every time you rub rub up against a, br- a bush or a branch or anything, you're putting your sin you're on leaving it. Sin behind, yeah. And uh, the 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 more you can avoid doing that, the better off you're going to be, I think. I cleared some trails uh, yesterday and today. And one of them you could drive a Mack truck through. Yeah. I, I saw, sh- yeah. Yeah, I showed you all some pictures. Yeah. You uh, sent us a picture of that firewood. Yeah. In the back. You, you know, I had people messaging me on Instagram asking them where they could buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Said, hey, is that for sale, man? No, it's done accounting for. Yeah. Um. But I th- I, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. And I, I'll tell you what else that makes you uh, makes me think anyways is, is it'll cause you to slow down. Yeah. If you're really paying attention to where each one of your feet, mm-hmm. feet fall as you're stepping through the woods, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make you slow down. Yeah. But at the same time, I'll tell you, I struggled with this uh, as a younger kid growing up hunting because Dad was, was really adamant about not making noise coming through the woods. And I found myself looking at the ground more than I was looking up. Oh, yeah. and so you kind of it's kind of like a something you got to learn i guess i should say uh you kind of got to learn to know where your feet are going to fall and also be able to watch you know what's in front of you in the woods in front of you because <clears throat> you may 
miss them deer that way. Yeah. Definitely. I used to be the same way when I was younger. My dad was very adamant about being quiet. And, you know, I've had monstrous feet my whole life. <laughs> yeah, so you, got kinda, a, you got a big old foot, don't you? Yeah, it's kind of hard sometimes to find a place that this all this can land and not land on something. What uh, size shoe you wear? A 14. Goodness gracious. So wow. It's a... Uh, it's kind of hard sometimes, but so I really have to focus on walking through the woods, and I've got a lot better at it, um, being quiet. But I put a lot of a lot of time and a lot of thought into how I can do that, um, and really I, I've focused on just maintaining contact. Like once I land, like rolling on the outside of my foot, yeah. to where it's not like. Right. smacking the front of your foot down um, i mean you know any animal walking through the woods is going to break a stick here yeah. and there you know it's kind of impossible to think that you wouldn't and i but, mean uh, you can't be silent like you said but you can definitely quieten it down a whole right. lot and, you know rather than you know walking through leaves right they're loud when they're dry but if you're picking your feet up and not dragging your feet uh, that's what i was it's fixing a to say. lot quieter yeah. so i've noticed you know kind of yeah, kind of high stepping. Right, a lot of people will drag your feet, feet up. Yeah, because uh, I've noticed a lot of people walking as they step, their toes will drag through the leaves. And yep. it just, mm-hmm. I mean, that's gonna spook anything. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of noise. I tell you what, I did last year, just up at Jack's there, wherever I was, because most of those stands are pretty accessible from the uh, four wheeler trail. Mm-hmm. I don't ride out it; I walk out it still. But from the most part, I can go out there in the evenings and walk downhill from the four-wheel trail, I took a rake out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I raked my trail to the stand. It didn't take any time. Right. But, uh, man, I noticed that you can really be quiet. Mm-hmm. You, if you get all those leaves and sticks out, well, you can really slip around really oh, yeah. quiet through there. And, um, you know, me and Dean hunted a piece of national. We used to go up and hunt national forest up with County. This, uh, man, it's an awful mountain. I mean, it was thick, steep off both sides yeah and we used to go all the way to the top and we'd go in about midday and go to the top to hunt all evening yeah and uh i remember going up there and thinking there's no man people there's no way people hunt this but it was full of deer and uh we got up to the top one year it's like third year we'd been out there hunting it and he uh he said let's go let's go up that one end and, and hike that spine of that ridge all the way out through there and uh we get up to the top, and no joke, there is a leaf rake leaned up against an oak tree. <laughs> and somebody had raked no less than two miles of ridge top, Good all the way out the spine of that ridge to where they wherever they were hunting in a big saddle. Wow! And worked for, helped us out, right? Man, I mean, that had to take weeks. Yeah, you know, to get it as it looked like a hiking trail. That's wild. But uh, you know, <clears throat> Speedy, I, I, we, we can move on after this, but. Speedy, when we used to hunt up at his place, his dad, when he was still alive, he uh, and living there at the farm, if he knew we were coming hunting, me and dad and, and my little brother or something, he would take the tractor. Cause he's got road. There's roads cut all over that farm, and the majority of the tree stands sit relatively close, if not right on one of those roads that are cut. And uh, he would take the tractor and back drag all the leaves out of the road, and it would just be a dirt path as wide as a tractor bucket all the way to your stand i mean you could walk you know you could you could leave the field and walk through the woods and not make a noise you know it, it was wild how I like that yeah it, he, he he put some time into it for sure 
Well, what do you think, Cody? You got anything else on that one? That's about all I got. I mean, you know. That's a rolly chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just really focus as you're walking in the woods. Slow down. Take your time. If you're that pushed for time, maybe you should have got up a little earlier. Yeah. Take your time walking in. That's the cop's answer to speeding. You were speeding because <laughs> you're late. You well, should have left a little earlier. But if you leave a little earlier, make sure you have that time to walk in. You can focus on that. Be a little yeah. quieter and maybe see something going in that you didn't see prior to that. You know. Yep. Yep. Dean's bad to tell me I'm, I always walk too fast. You especially do walk too now, fast a lot of times. Especially now because he's slowing down. Um, moving forward, number two is. Do not look for deer, look for movement, and remember that is what they are looking for too. Makes sense, because they're not looking for a hunter. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, and I know I don't know if y'all are the same way, but a lot of times I'll struggle to do that until I see a deer. Mm-hmm. And once I see a deer or pick up on movement... Kind of get your eye kinda, trained it, to it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's same with turkeys. Yeah. Like, uh, you'll sit there thinking, where's the turkey, where's the turkey, instead of looking for movement. Movement. Yep. You know. I, I look for the flicker of an ear or a tail a lot. Yeah. That, that's kind of, yeah. and i tell you what else I look for uh, is, you know, if you if you look out, say you look out through the woods, everything is vertical, right? All your trees, for the most part, are vertical, but a deer's back's horizontal. And so a lot of times I'll look for that horizontal as I'm looking, you know, through the woods, especially if you can see a long way. Look for anything horizontal. You might want to take a look at it because it very well could be a deer. Yeah, yeah that's what um, I read that one. Uh, look for horizontal lines in a vertical landscape. Yep. And uh, if you you'll you'll do that, and then you'll pick up every low hanging branch that's running across <laughs> yeah. the road or stumps or stumps, stumps a lot. But uh, you know that's uh, I picked up a bunch of deer even here at the house mm-hmm. um, the other day. I, I went out there to shoot that bow. It's already broke. We, we got to upgrade the chairs, guys. <laughs> yeah. My chair, that's getting off topic here, but I'll get back to it. My chair, I've been sitting in this wooden chair. Mm-hmm. My chair's in the garage. I just ain't went out there and got them being lazy, <laughs> but I'm missing my comfy. Yeah. We need to get us some of them gamer chairs. Hey. Then, then I'd be asleep, so that, no, that wouldn't be a good idea for I me. I thought about getting us some, like, a different kind of bulb in here to make some sort of ambiance. <laughs> We need them, those gamer chairs, that way we can kind of lean back. Yeah. You know, lean forward and talk, kind of relax back while we're talking. Yeah, then you hear me over here snoring. No, I'd uh, kick you. But anyway, back to, uh, before I got off topic there, uh, the other day, I, I think I told Will, and I know I told Matt, um, Stanley, I went outside to just shoot my bow in the morning. I try, I, while I'm getting up, I'm just going out there shooting three arrows. Mm-hmm. Just cold, just get out, get my bow, shoot three shots first thing in the morning. Well, got out there, stretched, sit on the back deck, and shot, and then <laughs> took out two bucks, took off from behind my back. <laughs> We're standing back there, and I never even noticed them. And, uh, man, they had to just be, I don't know how I missed them, but yeah. I wouldn't, definitely wasn't looking for them. Um, but now, I was like, well, I'm going to start getting, well, I'm going to come home, and I'm going to sit on the back deck, and I'm just going to look out there and watch for movement. Yeah. And uh, me and Hadley sat on the back porch the other day, and I said, "There's one. I seen one flick its tail up standing behind a tree, and all I seen was, I thought it was a squirrel tail at first. Mm-hmm. I thought it was on the side of an oak, that white oak over there. 
and it flickered its tail and uh we sit there and watched it It was a little five porn but uh just sitting out and watching trying to look for movement and um i think once like i said for me once i see the first deer it usually starts coming together i'm that way like if i do i sit and look for movement all the time when i'm in the tree but man i catch myself i catch everything squirrels i'm like oh deer Mm -hmm. until like you said you see that first deer come through and it's like Oh, okay. So yeah. now I remember what I'm looking for. Right. And, you know, sound is the same way. Yeah. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about hearing the squirrels and thinking they're deer. If you if you listen close, if your ears are good enough to listen that close, a deer makes a distinct noise yeah. as it's walking. It, it, its steps yeah. are very distinct coming through the woods, as opposed to a squirrel that's just kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a squirrel, I've noticed a lot of times, like a deer is... If you're listening for a deer walking and they're not just like slowly feeding, moving, it's you can tell that mm-hmm. just real. I mean, it's constant and it's pretty well like in sync. Like yep. if you you can pattern it and right. tell, like a squirrel man, I've noticed if you'll actually sit and watch them, it'll be right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and, and it'll no, disappear. You yeah. know, because it jumps up on a tree and you won't hear it. And, but uh, yeah, they, they definitely make a, a distinct noise that I've, I've. But again, it's like one of those things that until you hear that first one walking under you, sometimes it's it's hard to get your ear trained yeah, back yeah. to that. Speaking of walking under you, I went and checked on a stand that I've got that sits above a bowl today that where they the deer come out of a clear cut. And I'm I'm in a triple tree on the edge of the clear cut, and the deer have you know how if they're normal travel route it becomes blocked they'll circumvent it mm-hmm. well that <laughs> there was a tree i guess you know during some of the wet weather we had had a uh, had fallen blocked one of their trails well it didn't block it but made it more difficult right well they're coming out how they're probably rubbing their backs on the tree that i'm sitting in now. <laughs> they're coming right off the bank right in front of us so. oh, that's good but uh loaded with oaks i know it, too many acorns in the woods but I keep hitting the mic there, guys. But um, anything else on that, Cody, Will? I think that pretty well covers that one. I think we talked about this a minute ago, but uh, how the canoe is going to play a big part in this one. Always approach downwind in the cool of the day and move uphill. Like we said, in the cool mornings, move up. and yeah. In the evenings, your thermals are going up. Point up. Yeah. Warm air rises and cool air sinks. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember that from science class, boys. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that right? I hope I did. No, you did. Okay, yeah. did. Um, and in the heat of the day, move downhill. Um, which you know, a lot of it seems like here more so than like uh, Midwest or something. If you're hunting in the morning, most of the time you're going uphill anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, with the exception of some places like Jack's, you're starting from the top up there. You know, that's why, that's more, which I've always done better in the evenings up there anyway. Right. Maybe um, that's why. It probably is. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I think a lot of that up there, though, has that one spot has to do with that ridge is so narrow and it's so high up above it that I think the scent gets blown way over their heads yeah but uh did i need did i show cody did i show you that <laughs> did you see that ladder stand i hung up today 
I think I, you sent a picture. Like in an a actual group. ladder. Yeah, I, you did. I, I tagged Lowe's. I said ladder stand by Lowe's Home Improvement. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a hey, that's a Southwest Virginia stand too, man. Yeah. Um, you know, Steve Rinella would really like that. Matt uh, showed it to Stanley, and he said, "Do you think that'll make the uh, calendar?" You know, he does messed up old deer yeah. deer stands. He's doing one this year called Messed Up Old Taxidermy. Yes, and, I've uh, seen that. I told Papa, I've got a. He's got an albino uh, albino squirrel he killed, and he told me, man, he remembered it like it was yesterday. He said he killed it in 1973, and his uncle was a taxidermist back then, mounted it. Wow. And um, he's got it mounted. It's at my uncle's house. I'm gonna try to get that, <laughs> take, take a picture of it, and send it to him. But uh, I'd be pretty interested. Did you see the picture he took laying in the bed with all the taxidermy around him, Renella? No, I've not oh, saw it. Oh, it was a good one. I've not saw it. I let, uh, while we're talking about him, they did a wives podcast with them the other mm-hmm. day. It was probably the best one they've done. <laughs> we may have to look at getting, no, getting, uh, I don't know, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> might be, might, imagine getting them women on these. We might start some, some arguments. We couldn't talk about buying stuff or... Oh, that man, <laughs> gosh, you've got to remind... You know, I'll just go ahead and say it. I say, and I catch myself, you know, I've sound more and more... She's... she's I, I tell her she's influencing me. Yeah. She's a positive influence on me because every year during deer season, man, I sound more and more like her. <laughs> I bought it because it's on sale. Yeah. It's like it's on sale. Right. You got to buy it. All the hunting stuff right now, you know, they're doing those whole opening day sales. Yeah. And, so, hey... At least they're, hey, they can't say they don't influence us. Hey, that leads us right into our next one, right? <laughs> What's that? The best camouflage pattern is called sit down and be quiet. Your grandpa hunted in a red plaid coat. Think about that for a second. Hey, you know, I thought about that. And I thought, how many deer is cabbage killed wearing that old army camo? A ton. <laughs> That's all he wears. Yeah. You know, and, and people, I, I could kind of care less about the pattern myself. I'm I'm more into like the material, the materials now. Yeah. But uh, I mean, think about, I mean, uh, think about Daniel Boone, right? He was walking around in deer skins. He's a poacher. Well, oh, well, well. Here's the thing. Like I've always <laughs> poacher. I've always been one of these people that's big on scent, big on my camo, just trying to blend in as much as possible. Yeah. I had a buddy, his papa, walked around in a pair of Carhartt Brown bib overalls and a Carhartt Brown toboggan and smoked cigarettes mm-hmm. the whole time. And I guarantee you he's killed more and bigger deer than I have ever thought about killing. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's the correct way to do it, but I'm just saying, like, right. you know, I think... And I think that goes back to that first point of well, that we made about pay attention while you're mm-hmm. moving through the woods. Right. I don't know how many times, no matter how much camo you have, no matter how much scent control you have, if you're just tromping through the woods and you have your heart set on, I'm getting to this tree, I'm getting up in the tree, and that's what I'm doing, yeah. you're going to miss a lot. I mean, yeah. you're always going to, because your mind's set on that one thing, you're tunnel visioned on oh, this is what I need to do, and I know it, and that's all I'm doing. Right. And I'll tell you, a lot of people, too, I've, I've just noticed over the years with myself, I'm I'm kind of fidgety, I guess, 
uh, if I sit for a long time, my back kind of starts hurting and my hips start hurting and you know, everybody kind of goes through that. But if you, if you can sit in the stand or stand, which if I stand up, I'm moving all over the place. But if you can sit there and be still for the whole day, you'll see a lot more deer than if you're fidgeting around and moving your feet and moving your hands and playing on your phone, which I, you know, I'm bad at playing on my phone too. But, uh, if you, if you really focus on sitting still, the deer will not pick up on you moving because that's what they're looking for. You know, just like whatever mm-hmm. that second commandment was, whatever it was, they're looking for movement too. And so if you're 20 feet above them in a tree and you're moving around like a squirrel jumping around, they're mm-hmm. going to see you because you're a lot yeah. bigger than a squirrel is. Hey, speaking of the movement part too, I think that's real important when you're picking a, a tree for a stand. Um, I, I think you need to be mindful the size of the tree. Mm-hmm. Where you're positioned at on the tree, man. How many people you see climb look like a, like a elephant on a, on a uh, telephone pole? You know. Yeah. That's why I like the tree saddle, boys. Yeah. Cody. Look like a limb. Look like a limb. Kind of. Oh, you do. I'm telling I you. I look more like a knot. No. Yeah. Or one of them a burl. burl. That's a burl. Right. That's what I would, I would definitely be. You'd be a pretty burl. A big burl. <laughs> I often wonder if, like, the deer come around and they look up at me and they're like, what's that fat guy doing sitting up there? <laughs> I've thought about that a lot. You reckon? Yeah, look at that fat tree. Hey, son. Killing the deer, that's all that matters. <laughs> hey, you pop yeah, I don't care what they think of yeah. me. <laughs> Will, Will led the team last year. He was he was top of the league. I had a good year. You sure did. It's, it's looking pretty good this year. So, yeah. If I can... If I can connect, though. But that movement thing, I mean, you can't, no matter what kind of setup you're hunting out of, you can't be bouncing around, moving all the time. You know, even like a tree saddle, yeah, you're, you've got that tree between you and where you hope the deer are coming from. But even if I'm in a tree saddle and I've got a tree between me and the deer and I'm swinging back and forth or, <laughs> you know, moving constantly, he's going to see me move. Right. I mean, all it needs is just a little bit of movement. Yep. My shoulders are sticking out past this tree, and I'm just flopping them back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get picked off. I'll tell you, man, that's like uh, I really don't sit down much. I'll plop the seat up. Somebody's getting in trouble. That's Eli. Is it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll flop the seat up and just rest my back against the tree and stand there with my hands in my pockets. Mm-hmm. And try to. I try not to sit down that much because I've had... Too many times when I've sat down, the first thing I do is I'll pick my phone out of my pocket just to look at it. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm sitting there for a long time, and then a deer sneaks in. Now i got to stand up. Yeah. Put your phone up Put first. my phone up. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I like about my, my harness, my hunter safety system, is I've got them little, like, pockets. Skirt pocket things, yeah. Yeah. And so I can just easily just slide my phone down in there, and then I can... I, one of the reasons I bought the the uh 28 v3 is because i can shoot it sitting down yeah you know and i i actually drew on a deer last year just to make sure i could do it mm-hmm. uh there was a doe just feeding below me and i thought i'm gonna draw back on her and see i didn't shoot her which i probably should have but i didn't and uh i i've pretty easily drew and settled my pin on her and uh then just let down she fed right on away Speaking of that, speaking of phones, yeah, Cody's going to tell us what number five is on the Ten Commandments. Take only the gear to the field that allows you to hunt longer, harder, and smarter. 
What's that for you, Will? I'm not very good with that. I I I tend to carry a lot more than I need. <laughs> Whether it be hey, time out. I, can I tell you what I think it is? What's that? At minimum, a minimum of three million. Yeah, unless I got twenty four ounces, then I can carry two. <laughs> you talking about the tall boys? Yeah, the big boys. <laughs> I, can, I can carry oh, two of those man. and give me through the day. But yeah, I'm 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 generally a three million, especially if it's cold out. Oh yeah. If it's if it's a good cold. You know, November day. Yeah, I'm taking three because they're not going to get warm. You, you know who he? You know, I bet who'd butt heads with him at men's group. Who's that? Nathan. Oh yeah. Nathan's a Mountain Dew guy. He is a Mountain Dew. I, I, mean, I don't mind Mountain Dew. I just oh, prefer he minds it. I mean, he might. <laughs> hey, let me tell you every bit of it. Yeah. Hey, hey, I think that dude's got a mini fridge by his nightstand. Yeah. And I think Full. when he wakes up in the morning, he's just cracking a mail yellow. <laughs> so we we went up there. Yeah. the other day hunting and he didn't bring a Mountain Dew. Oh, man. But, who was it? Oh. Um, Joey. Joey, okay, yeah. Joey brought one and we sat down to eat and Joey pulled that out and he said, Nate, you want a Mountain Dew? Oh my goodness! You should see his <laughs> eyes light up. He he looked like a kid on Christmas, son. He was lit up. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've thought about putting Meliel in my water bladder. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I've thought about it. That's too far. But <laughs> it would kind of it would get warm Gunned probably. Up. Yeah, and then it's gonna gum up your nozzle, and then it would never like water would never taste the same out of there. Yeah. So what? What really? What do you think? I mean, I. That or I, that little seat you you take everywhere? I do. Hey, I, I, I can't do without my seat. Now. That, <laughs> yeah. that little seat, I'm telling you, that saved a, a lot of a lot of sits. Yeah. But um, no, I, generally I I carry way too many clothes, mm -hmm. and I problem. I think I probably inherited that from dad. Yeah. You know, because I don't know if you ever seen him walking through the woods on a cold day before, but he like if he runs out of room in his pack, he'll lash it to the outside yeah like he's got these little leather straps all over his pack tied like on the molly webbing <laughs> and he'll lash like coveralls and bibs and, and jackets to the outside of his pack we'll have to get that guy some gear uh, some uh those gear ties yeah he, well honestly he could he could uh he could probably feel an xo 3600 every single day he goes yeah see and that's my problem i've never had that good like good camo and that's why i spent the money i did this year but I've never had that good camo, so I've always carried way too many clothes. Right. Stuff that I never even get out of my pack. Right. And it's like, but what if I need it? Yeah, and that's kind of been my mantra, I guess, is like, if if I need it, I'd rather not need it and have it than need it and not have it. Yeah. You know, and so I've always I've always tended to carry too much. And I, I really, I had to dial that in when we went to Colorado. Uh, that was like one of my biggest worries is like if we go in for four or five days not having a 75 pound pack because i couldn't carry that around yeah. i mean i'm just gonna say i love the way you say colorado <laughs> i mean you know it rolls off the tongue huh? yeah. colorado <laughs> i don't know if the locals would approve you know the, out there yeah they say colorado yeah welcome to colorado yeah, <laughs> they call this back east. Yeah, y'all must be from you all must be from back east. 
I'm trying. I almost sound like a Yankee. They don't sound like Yankees. Yeah, they're not as Wisconsin as you were there. But yeah, I've been watching. Similar. The, I've been watching the Dahmer thing. So it's. I thought y'all yeah. might have went to yeah. Canada after this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if y'all want to go, I'd really like to. If y'all, let's go up to the Saskatchewan. Well, <coughs> I don't know if you saw shoot it. us a bike. Uh, Stan Fleming. Oh yeah. He he just recently. I don't know if he's back yet, but he. I think he is. He posted a picture on Facebook, but uh, he. Uh, spent a week on the uh, what do they call it the border lakes I think is what they call oh, it yeah. or the boundary lake boundary waters yeah I think is what they call it man he shared some pretty cool pictures if, from that. if they don't call it the boundary waters they should because that sounds like an awesome name I'm pretty sure that's what it's called the boundary I, and I can I can pull it up here real quick but, yeah uh, I think it's called the boundary waters He's going to cause that microphone to blow up here. Right? <laughs> Sound like Morse code when you raise it up there. There you go. Yeah, the boundary waters. So, Cody, you saying it's the camo, the good camo you're thinking this year? I, I hope. I'm going to try yeah. this year, even if I freeze to death up there. Uh, I'm going to try to pack less in, kind of layer a little better. Did you get and the solitude? I got the solitude bibs with the, golly, what was the jacket? No, I got the solitude jacket with the, um, it's like the one step up bibs. Oh, the, uh, there's solitude and, um, you got the heavy duty ones. Yeah. You got the, like, the, the, the bear. Yeah. Did you buy those and say they were too, too hot? Somebody was telling me that they, no, it was, uh, no, I've got my buddy at work. He, he bought the, uh, that set. He bought the jacket and the pants and he, he's actually a little cold nature. And he was like, man, I wore them things out one time and I like to burn up. Well, sanctuary. Sanctuary. That's what I got. The sanctuary bibs with the solitude jacket. The reason why I bought it that way was because the solitude bibs were out of stock. So what I plan to do is flip flop that next time and buy the. The way you get both sets. Yeah. Yeah. And that way I've got like a really cold and then just like a. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna try to layer the stuff that I bought and then just pack in my my bibs and jacket and hope that that does enough yeah. you know um, don't sweat too bad and then also I don't want to you know be cold once I get there so right. my thing and I spent way too much money on boots at one point and bought two pair of the Kinetrek boots mm-hmm. I got the Kinetrek 1000 grand Oof, but Man, if my feet get cold, I'm done. I'm yeah. one of the people like that's one thing I can't stand, and my feet get cold quick. Yeah, like they get cold for anything else. I could sit in the woods and it's snowing outside with just like thin gloves on and be totally fine. Yeah, my face is okay, but my feet get so cold, and when they do, I'm done. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm toasted. And where I do the saddle hunting, you know. Are you getting ready to say something negative about it? No. <laughs> but where where I do do that, the rubber soles on the boots, you know, it don't hold in a whole lot of heat at right. the bottom. Because even insulated boots, the bottom of your boot isn't insulated. Right. Yeah, man, that's that's <laughs> one thing for me is you got to have good boots. My yeah. feet, my legs, I can hunt in December all year with just a pair of pants on. Yeah. I don't need leggings or nothing. My legs, never, I'm cold up top. And my feet. If my feet, my feet get cold, man, it ruins me. So yeah. I start, you know, those lacrosse rubber boots. I like those. If, but if I'm going in someplace in the mountain, I can't have really a, a, a I think uh, 400 is about as high as I could go with insulation. 
I know, man. These chairs are hey, Well, my back's been kind of. Would you voice your concerns to my manager upstairs? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to the producer. Tell Casey about this. that yeah. she's going to have to get us some decent chairs. You know how to do that? Yeah. Just Let's buy them. Talk, no, no, no. What we do is us three go buy new chairs. <sighs> and then we bring them down here for a podcast and let them sit in these chairs. Time out. Then they what, would understand. What we did, we to see, we're, we're, we've already bought something by that point. But uh, when we true. get them down here to do this, let's go in there and get camping chairs. Yeah. And they can sit in these. Yeah. And then I guarantee you, no, 20, 20 minutes chairs in, they'll horrible. be like, you all need some new chairs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a really good chair at home. But, yeah. You know. Yeah, we were going to, I, if you all weren't coming over, I think we were going to try to come over to your all's place and do this. And yeah. When I get my little room fixed up, I, I guess I'm hoping before, uh, Saturday or so, um, and maybe I, you know, opening day is not looking too good weather wise. So no, it's not. I may, uh, I may spend some time this weekend <laughs> trying to get that well, my, lined out. Before we move forward, the, the one thing, there is one thing I definitely cannot go if I'm going on an all day. Well, any time that I cannot, I can go. I have to have it, or I'm not going to be happy. What's that you know, no, you know. I'll probably, when you say it, I'm sure I'm about Co- coffee. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 I usually no. take two Yeti bottles. If I'm staying all day, I'm taking. And if it gets cold, I don't care. I have yeah. to have it. I'm not oh, a coffee drinker. I so. am. Oh man, yellow and water gets me through. Pro tip for uh, you all listening: This is pro tip number ninety-seven in the books. If you are a biscuit and gravy fan, hey, Yeti bottle, okay. Put your gravy in the Yeti bottle. And wrap your biscuit in aluminum foil, put it in your pack. You can get out there and you take the gravy and just pour it on your biscuit and eat it. You get gra- <laughs> gravy and biscuits in the tree stand. Or you get you one of them smaller Yetis. Yeah. Like cups. And you put your gravy in there and your biscuit wrapped up. And then you just crumble your biscuit up inside of So that. you got to carry a fork then. <sighs> I carry a sport most of the time anyways. Do you really? A lot of time. I mean, it don't weigh anything. And he wonders why he carries too much. I mean, them deva- that devour sport don't weigh <laughs> what, two I ounces. With you, I don't take that thing unless I'm going in deep, yo. Well, I mean, sometimes <laughs> if I'm going all day, I'll take a, I'll take I, a bag on cook stove and everything. I, I probably ain't taking biscuits and gravy if I'm packing it up in the mail. <laughs> I'll be scared to <laughs> yeah. death. I mean, I'm, I generally... Especially now. I can't say that I've ever taken gravy you, into the woods. You, <laughs> could you imagine getting trail? If you walk into mountains anywhere around here for a... You know, if you're going more than a couple hundred yards carrying biscuit and gravy, you'd be like the buffet menu of the day for the bear. <laughs> no doubt. And we yeah. are overrun with some bear. Yeah. Hoping the, the DWR comes up with something. Give us more, more bear tags or something. Spring bear Spring. season. Yeah. Okay. Number six. six. Hey, I, now I'm a firm believer in this for fishing. 100% for fishing. A rainstorm isn't the reason to quit the hunt. It's the reason to stay. That's true for fishing 100%. And I've done it hunting. But, man, it's miserable. Hey. It can be. $20 umbrella. Tree stand umbrella. Game changer. That works. I've got a really good set of rain gear that I bought, I don't know, six, eight, ten years ago. Maybe I don't know. It might have been a Christmas present. I can't remember. But no joke, about four years ago, me and Dad were hunting on National Forest down there at the house and it come a frog strangling rain and uh, I knew it was going to rain right and so I had my rain gear and so when it started kind of raining I, I put that stuff on 
And I'll sit in the stop. Hold on. Frog strangling rain. Did you say you thought it rains really hard? I'm trying to process that. Frog strangling strangling rain. Yeah. You never heard that? I don't read first, but I've heard of a. I mean, I've heard it's knee knee high to a grasshopper. That's when you're a little kid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've heard it called a frog frog strangler. Anyhow, it's raining cats and dogs. You <laughs> so know, I, I put my I put my rain gear on. I'm sitting against the base of a big tree, and uh, I put my hood up. And I, I never ever wear a hood unless it's raining, because I I hear relatively well, and so I like to be able to hear as good as I can. But uh, I put that stuff on, and I sat down there, and I put my hood up, and kind of just dropped my head, and I went to sleep right there in the rain, and woke up and was dry as a chip inside yeah. my stuff. Dry as a chip. <laughs> I love these. His analogies oh, are man. just awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, well, well, I bought a, I bought a set of Sitka rain gear yeah. last year. Well, actually, I traded for them, but um, they're I wore them once, but they're they get a little warm for me. You got a myriad of sagans tonight. A myriad. Hey, I got all it's kinds of. The heat is working on you. I guess it tunes is. you up. I, I mean, I really ain't been out of the house and. I don't know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> this baby leave. I've, I've stayed in the holler most of the time. Uh, so. that, <laughs> that, that, uh, I can't believe you've never heard of a frog strangling rain. Dry as a chip. Our Listen, chip's not dry. Hey, I know. Listen, oh, Zach Sturgill, I know he's listening. And Sturgill, if you've ever heard somebody say dry as a chip, <laughs> would you let me know next time I talk to you? Hey, time out. Uh, speaking of, had a couple... Comments from the last podcast. Yeah, we talked about the reheating the meals. Yeah, and putting them in um, the Mountain House meal bags. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. The uh, oatmeal bags, the yeah. oatmeal comes in. Yeah, are the same way. Yeah, so they're lined. You can right. reheat many times. You just one oatmeal bag's all you need. The Mountain House oatmeal? No. What oatmeal? Quaker instant oats. Oh, the okay. So yeah. you just empty all your oatmeal into one big bag yeah. and just use one little bag. Hmm. That was uh, Zach Church. Somebody good. else was uh, had said they'd never thought of the using the one mountain house meal thing. And I seen somebody on Instagram. I don't know if it was a uh, uh, hunting public, maybe. Yeah. One of those guys was doing that. Yeah. They had uh, they carried a, I think it was a gravy and biscuit bag. Yeah. Man, the. Uh, Hunting public's wearing it out. Yeah, the boys tore it up. Elk hunting, I think. Yeah, they, they, had, they did have some nice bulls on video. Mm-hmm. So untamed. I'm going to change the subject a little bit. I mean, we're still kind of on the same topic, but so you, you did the elk hunting, and I, I haven't got to listen to it yet. Did did we at least talk about the one cheek method? Because if not, you all missed uh, your opportunity. Sure I don't think we. Yeah, I don't think you we missed your opportunity. That. I don't think we even covered that uh, wheels um, portable toilet he bought. That wheel is not a, a game changer. Wheel bought a standalone, <laughs> st- standalone three legs. three-legged toilet. <laughs> Just like a toilet seat at the house. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was oh awesome. That. We'll have to do it one day. Oh, goodness. Anyhow. And Rachel tried to throw it away. 
Great. It was in when I got back, you know, I kinda unloaded my stuff and it was kinda like it was one of those things that was just all over the place. And so some of it was in the garage and some of it was in my hunting room and you know, just everywhere. And uh, the the toilet seat was out in the garage and she was out there I don't know if she was getting her decorations for the file or something. And uh she seen it and didn't I mean she knew it was a toilet seat, but she didn't know where it came from. And uh I got home and the next day I was looking for it because I was going to put it, you know, where it goes. And uh, I was like, Rachel, where's my toilet seat thing? She was like, I, I got it over there to throw it away. And I was like, what do you mean you got it over there to throw it away? She was like, I didn't even know that was yours. And I was like, yes, I bought that in Colorado. You know, that, that was a game changer Colorado. when we were out there hunting. And she was like, well, that thing's nasty. We need to throw it away. I'm like, no, it's not. I wiped it down with a Clorox wipe. You better save that. Yeah. Read us number seven, Will. Number seven is... Camouflage your appearance, your sound, and your scent. I think we've covered it about every one of the other. We have, except the scent. Check the wind. And I'll tell you, that was... Uh, you think about when when Fred Bear would have said that. Probably, yeah. what, in 50s, 60s, maybe. I don't know when his heyday was, but I'm sure it was sometime around there. But anyhow, um, there wasn't, like laundry detergent that was was specifically for hunters or soap that was specifically yeah. for hunters and so the only way that they could do that then was was play the wind and so i guess they had to get a lot i'm sure they had to get yeah. a lot better at it i think with all the wind gimmicks we've got now we try to cheat the wind a lot we do and i mean you know i mean there's a literally a brand that's called dead down wind yeah it's right there yeah. oh yeah there it is how, yeah. how about that uh number eight is be sure of your shot nothing is more expensive than regret i'll add to that and say be sure that you're not going to shoot a deer and then don't have it come in and decide <laughs> man i should have shot the deer yeah. because that happened to me a few years ago regret goes both ways i guess it right does, this yeah. next one this one is definitely uh Something we've talked about a whole lot. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a big big believer in this. Hunt where the deer actually are, not where you would imagine them to be. I don't care how many pretty big hollers you sit in. <laughs> yeah. If you sit somewhere and you say, man, this looks like a pretty spot for a deer, it ain't going to be no deer there. You know how many times me and Mil- uh, Will said that that day that we went up there? Oh, a ton. Oh, a whole lot. Because we found so many places that was like you would have dreamed of a place like that to hunt yeah. in, yeah. and it was nothing. No sign you. at all. That's why you got to you got to hunt the sign. You can't you can't hunt that's pretty why spots. That's why I've, I've got a tree stand less than 100 yards from where I park my truck at Jack's, <laughs> and it's the best spot on that whole place because that's where the deer are. Was it two weekends ago? You had a trespasser up there. Oh yeah, Cam. Yeah, <laughs> I told I talked to him. Uh, where did I see him at? Man, I, I, st- I saw him somewhere. Probably at Jack's. No. No, that was... I can't remember, and I said, uh, he said, oh, Will said you had somebody on your camera. <laughs> I said, yeah, as a non-typical, had short brown eyes. <laughs> 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 tore it up. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, that's pretty self Just, you know, um, I've heard people say you hunt sign, you're hunting where they've been, not where they ain't, not where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean's a believer that you got to walk. Um, if you cover a whole mountain range, you'll at least find where they're at at one point in time. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think I think that goes a lot. 
and I know we have kind of hit on it a few times, but that statement right there goes a lot towards e-scouting. Mm-hmm. You know, you can find the prettiest looking place on on X Maps or wherever, and say, "Man, they've got to be deer in there like crazy," but you're still gonna have to walk it and still look at it and see what it looks like. Yep. I know some people that are like, "Oh man, I ain't gotta go out. I ain't gotta set up these cameras. I ain't gotta do all this." Like, oh, I can e-scout. I know where they're going to be at. Right. No, you don't. Right. I mean, anything could change that. It may look perfect on there, and you get out there, and they've clear-cut it. Right. Or you know it's, I mean, it's, I mean and it, <coughs> you know, it doesn't, e-scouting can't tell, like, the underbrush, really. No. I mean, it might look like a beautiful white oak ridge, or, or you know, you can kind of tell what kind of timber's in there. Not not specifically, maybe, but, uh, but you might get there, and it'd be just covered up in laurels, and there'd be big big oaks in there but you can't mm-hmm. see 10 foot in front of your face you gotta put boots on the ground yeah and, that, and you know that's one thing i've heard nathan killen talk about a whole lot and he does a lot of e-scouting but he does man that guy does a lot of walking in the woods a that's, lot and that's actually going to get to our our 10th and final and that'll wrap us up for those is uh what you know what you're talking about with him is uh next year's hunt begins the minute this season ends and that is, you know, you, not to beat a dead horse, but that's exactly what he does. He's getting in their shed hunting. That's where he starts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he he says on every time I've ever listened to a podcast that he's done, he talks a lot about the winter yeah. after, you know, January, February. He, he spends a lot of time in the woods in January and February. Yes, looking for sheds, but more looking for sign. Yeah. And those horn trees and those travel corridors and, the you know, the, the scrapes that they've left and all that sort of thing. I agree with that, and I think uh, you get you, when you're finding big, big sheds somewhere in there, you're you're finding where a buck is is staying. Right. His thing, to, I, well, I, it makes sense. Is you know an old personality buck who doesn't want to be around anybody. That's, yeah. It's you found a sanctuary. So. Yep. But so we'll that covers all ten of them. I don't know if anybody if y'all hadn't heard them, then uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, dude, was, dude it, was ahead of his time. Oh, for sure, he was uh, one of the pioneers, I guess you could say, of uh, of uh, bow hunting. So, going from there, I was just to wrap things up for today. Um, sorry for the reverb there. We gotta get us a. I'm, more, I'm gonna work on us a better setup on this table. I'm, I'm actually gonna work on us a traveling table. Oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't vibrate as much. I'm going to yeah. make it out of that hemlock in there, and it's going to be sitting over there where we can sit on the couch. But um, so I think uh, just to let everybody know what we're going to be doing on our podcast is probably going to be a lot similar to what we were doing in turkey season. So we'll probably be doing an episode the week, which uh, we should be good to hit it once a week now. Yeah. Once every week, week and a half. And uh, hopefully we'll get to hunt some, maybe do some truck podcasts. Uh, yeah, we've got cool. we got the ability to do that. I'd really like to do a good camping trip podcast. Well, and that's uh, we'll talk about it when uh, we get done here. But I've got one I'd like to plan if y'all are interested. I think I'm interested. Get it, uh, get it going. <laughs> um, actually, two we can talk about. I've got approval from my manager upstairs there too. That's she's approved a, uh, an out of state trip. We do got one planned up on the lake. Uh, when is that? Late uh, October. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll probably be on lockdown deer by then. That'll be more fishing probably than yeah. hunting. But 
I, the catfishing. The cat. I'm telling you, mid to late October, the catfishing just gets awesome. See, and it's I kinda, hard. I kind of got a unwritten rule. I can't pick up a fishing pole after first October. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I used to be that way. Yeah, and well, golf, I, was saying, I, was, yeah. I was the same way with golfing. Oh, you know, yeah. we would golf a lot in the summer, and, and uh, Dave, my father-in-law, he'd, he'd always want to go in October, and I'm like, sorry, bud, it's hunting season. Yeah. But uh, I think we, we do that. Um, just to let you guys know, the uh, YouTube videos, listen, we're not going to we're not gonna put out 30-minute episodes probably every week, <laughs> but we are going to put out, um, you know, something real. I mean, we may, you may get like a day hunt where we see some stuff. I mean, if, we don't, if we're not doing any good and there's nothing they put on there, we ain't going to put nothing on there. But hopefully right. we'll have we'll have some videos for you guys on there. Um, be real stuff, unscripted, unedited. If you all have seen, do y'all watch The Untamed recently? Yeah. Man, them dudes are stout. He does some good stuff. Yeah. I like I like to get up with him sometime. I, that guy's pretty cool. Yeah. Like. I met, uh, so Matt Slimp met him at uh i believe it was slim that said he met him at uh over to ball fields uh kid played baseball or something slim said he was super cool to talk to really uh, you know i had some of our territory here oh, two yeah. years ago yeah spring turkey but uh that's uh man i just he's got some of him sayings like you've got you know he <laughs> says some stuff he got pretty pumped up whenever his, uh, that his boy brody killed a nice buck there did you see that yeah a couple days ago wasn't yeah it? on yeah. opening day up there and he was pumped about it. so congratulations to those congratulations to our brody yeah not only not only is he a stud turkey killer man he's a <laughs> he's just stud buck killer He's got and, a heck of a uh, place to hunt out there i'll tell you that maybe he's just a stud yeah that's true maybe that's it i don't know and uh hudson Killed him a doe. Yeah. Uh, Moose's little boy killed, yeah, him, a killed him a doe. And uh, Matt Stanley's little girl killed her a doe, I believe. So that's pretty yeah. awesome for the kids. Yeah. Oh, um, doing good. It's good to see them out there doing it. And uh, and the parents, you know, hey, shout out to the parents for, for oh, getting yeah. your kid out and taking them. You know, one hundred percent. I'd get Eli out there, but when they walked out, he'd go bye. There'll come a time for him. Um, anyway, that'll wrap it up. Will, you got anything? I think it pretty well covers it. We're uh, looking forward to a good long season. Oh, yeah. Cody, you got anything? Yeah, I was just looking forward to hopefully getting y'all some good content. Uh, I hope that we can up our YouTube videos a little bit this uh, season, which I know we can, but. Hopefully we get some good content to put on there. We so. did pretty good with the turkey videos. Oh yeah, we yeah, did. We did pretty. I mean, so, well, we didn't do much good hunting. No, that, that was that was the biggest <laughs> sure, problem with sure, the turkey sure videos. Sure, did have some fun. That yeah, we, we had turkey season. Quite a bit of fun, but yeah, yeah it, it was the hunting was slow. So. I, I tell you something, I thought about just a while ago when we started this, and I never mentioned it. I, I, but I'll, I'll hit on it now. If y'all remember, the first one we did was directly after hunting season last year, so we've almost come full circle. That's true. Getting there. It was in. Was it? Yep, yeah, you're right. Yeah, January. January, February. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I'll leave you guys with this. It's going to be a wet weekend mm-hmm. if you're hunting in Virginia. I'm calling for like half inch of rain on Saturday. So, do your best to uh, stay dry as a chip. Yeah. Find your <laughs> hunting blind or something to get into. Everybody, be careful. Have fun. Do good and uh, enjoy your time Let us outdoors. Know. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Tag, tag, tag us. Tag us up. All right, guys. See you bye later.
All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by. If you have any comments or any other topics you'd like to hear us cover on our next podcast, leave us a comment or let us know on Instagram. Thank you.